welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is sponsored by LowPay, the low-rate payment app that gives you more. So without further ado, let's get going. Welcome, everyone. We're joined by Zoe Carnes of uh, ZC media so welcome zoe how are you doing it's really good to see you <laughs> good good and you it's uh nice to catch up with you and um we're going to be talking about uh well your your interesting journey into how you how you set off in in the company that you that you built said see me social media and then i'm um, going to be giving people some little tips about social media and and uh, how to stand out in the market aren't we so yeah no, it's a good night yeah, so tell us a little bit about how you set yourself up. I, I can't remember the year that I came across your company, um, but I always tell the story that I, I was in the police at the time and I used to come down on my on my days off or on my morning off and used to do a little seminar, like a free seminar local to me, and we come, I'd come down and learn all my social media tricks and learn how to use Instagram and Twitter and uh, Facebook. So tell us how you started your company because it's a really interesting story. So we were, well, we're over 12 years old this year, which is um, the time's gone so quick. Mm. Um, what happened is I used to be a mortgage broker IFA. And um, back then it was um, it was a really good market. But in 2008, 2009, the recession started to hit a bit like what's happening right now in the economy. And mm. um, we were finding it much harder not to get the clients, but the lenders just didn't want to lend. So we find it much more difficult. The type of business change and we weren't getting the clients just walking the door anymore. Like, you know, you get your inquiries through. Um, it wasn't it just can't become really sort of like dead. <laughs> and I was thinking, what are we going to do? And um, I started to do a lot of networking and I'd go networking in Manchester, Liverpool, London, all over um, to different. Um, they used to do like property investment groups. And I specialised in buy to let the buy to let audience. So I was helping buy to let investors build their portfolios and um, my friend said to me, why don't you try out Facebook? And Facebook come out in 2007, 2008. And back then, literally, it was people on profiles posting pictures of their nights out in fancy dress outfits, falling into the gutter or, you know, having a great time. And I thought, how am I going to use it for business? So um, what I did is I went on there and I looked at the groups tab, typed in my keyword, which was property investors. And all of these property investor groups come up in the UK. And I thought, wow, there's my target audience. So I joined 10 groups and I just started to go and watch what was going on in those groups. Now, I got chucked out of groups for spamming. I got told off from adding too many people as friends. So I learned, you know, the hard way, I suppose, in terms of learning all those sort of like little things you shouldn't do. Um, but what I started to do was just watch as to what was happening in those groups and the conversations happening. And um, one day someone put in a group, can I mortgage your property above a laundrette? And I said, yes, you can. Depends on the lender. I can't give you advice online, but here's my number. Give me a call. Mm -hmm. And they called me and it was my first lead from social media. Now, that person, I was able to get a mortgage. I went back in the group saying Zoe's really helpful. She went through the procedure. She got me a mortgage. I've got the offer. I literally done like a, um, a, a post all about it. And then I've got more and more people coming through from that group asking me to help them. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, I started to get some really great leads. 
So that's what really prompted me. I loved social media. I was getting some really great leads from it. The other brokers in the office were like, how are you doing this? And my boss was sceptical, but it was bringing in the leads. Yeah. And um, I then started to get like the local estate agents, your solicitor say, Zoe, can you help us? And I said to my boss, you know what? I think it's like, I really love this stuff. I think eventually, like after six months when I've built up my commission part, I'm going to leave and start just doing this. And he literally gave me a box on that day and told me to leave. I, I can't, <laughs> I won't say what he said, but you know, I don't want someone in my business that doesn't care and literally gave the box yeah. for me to fill with my stuff. And I went on that day. Now I was really happy. I come home. And I said to Gareth, oh, you know, I've left. And he was like, what do you mean you've left? And I said, well, I said to them I didn't want to be there anymore. And um, I said, I'll leave in six months. And basically they told me to go there and then. Now, on the Monday I got up and I thought, how am I going to pay for my mortgage? I got yeah. out to say my company car was going back. Um, it, reality hit and it was just like, what am I going to do? Now, luckily, being an IFA mortgage broker, I had a, a profession and um, I um, had a lady that I met that was a mortgage broker down in Bournemouth. And first of all, when we first met, I was like, she's a competitor of mine. I won't work with her. Oh, I didn't even we didn't even speak. She's my, one of my best friends today, like now today. Yeah. But back then we didn't speak. And she said, I messaged her and just said, guess what's happened? And she goes, well, give me all your leads and I'll do the business and I'll give you 40 percent. Oh, commission and I was only getting 25% at the mortgage brokers that I was at so I thought brilliant this is great so um that's how it carried on and then I started set up ZC social media well I set up Zoe Ken social media it was called yeah, and yeah, um yeah. I just went out there I was I, I set up in this room I'm in now I was like I set up and I thought I was going to go for it I didn't didn't know what I was doing but I just went out there and I said, um, you know, one day I was a mortgage broker and the next I'm a social media consultant and people needed to see the difference in what I was doing. But that's where I started. And um, it's only recently that we've become, all become flexible at work. I now run a successful agency that um, works with international, national and regional brands. Um, you know, we, we run a successful membership site and um, I speak all over the world. I've spoken in over 14 countries. Um, been on TV. I was just watching. I, I was watching you. Uh, watching your website a minute ago before you came on, and I was watching you talking on this morning. I'll tell you the story about that. If anyone wants to get into and get some press, so mm -hmm. especially for their business, if they've got a good story. Um, a case study or even about them as a business person you can always turn a story into something that you know um, the tv would love and I'd been trying over 18 months to try and get on tv and I'll tell you what I was doing this is a really big tip anyone can do this on twitter there is a hashtag and it's called journo request so if you type in hashtag journal request on twitter it gives you all of the journalists asking for stories okay now i every day would go on twitter type in hashtag journal request and go through all of those tweets from journalists see if there's anything relevant now i found a really good tool to help me and it's called if ttt it's a, it's a tool free tool yeah. and it is if this then that so it's called if ttt.com and I went on there and I said, if on Twitter, so if Twitter 
there's a tweet that's got hashtag journal request and the, the keyword social media, then text me. And what it does, it, it filters, if a tweet comes up with those words in it, it would text me and it would tell me if a journalist was asking for a, a, um, a request on social media and I'd get straight back to them. And that's how I started to build up my portfolio. Now, the this morning thing was something like it was a, a massive goal of mine to do. And I worked ages on that. And I was training over in Madrid and I got a phone call. And it's really funny. I'll, I'll set the scene if I've got time. Is that all right, Bill, if I share yeah, it? Go all the time that you right. So the scene was that I'd done the training and I said to Gareth, let's stay in Madrid for a couple of days. It's really nice. I'd love to explore it. So we booked into a hotel. I'd gone up on top of, um, they've got like this um, terrace where there was a spa, um, a jacuzzi. And we'd gone up to do that. And I'd got really bad cramp in my foot. I don't know why, because I hadn't eaten or whatever. Gone back down to the room. My hair was sopping wet. And um, I had a phone call on my phone. And it says, um, unknown number. And it was the days of um, PPI. And I thought, oh, is it going to be a PPI call? So I answered it and I said, hello. And, And this was the words. Hi Zoe, it's Charlotte from this morning. And you know what how I felt? My whole heart sank because I thought I'm in Madrid. I'm not <laughs> home. What am I gonna do? No Zoom. And, no yeah, Zoom these days. No Zoom. <laughs> and it was like um I said to her, and she goes, I need you to come into this morning, tomorrow morning, to do this story all about that a girl had said that the Queen had died, right? And um, and it was a, this girl on BBC had said it. And um, I said, oh, Charlotte, I'm in Madrid. I can't do it. She goes, where's the nearest airport? Can you get to the airport? Now, literally, Gareth had gone down into the lobby for some reason. I think he'd gone down to have a cigarette. He'd come back up and literally I was getting dressed, drying my hair. And he went, what's going on? I said, I'm going on this morning. (laughs) Tomorrow. And he went, what? We literally just checked into the hotel. We're rushing to the airport. They flew us back, picked us up at Heathrow in an Addison cab, uh, paid for us to stay in a hotel in London for the night, and then was taking us to um, this morning, the next morning. My car was in Gatwick. God knows how I was going to get to Gatwick after the show, but they took us back to there as well. But it was a surreal opportunity. And when we got there, you know, they were so welcoming. There was this little lady with a little pe- um, little penny, and she said, um, "Come in. Do you want do you want some toast or do you want some crumpets?" And she looked <laughs> after us. And we was in the waiting room with Martin Lewis, Martin Kemp, Eamon. H- it was brilliant and. I would say to people, if you've got a goal and it feels really unachievable, like a dream, like for me, mm. being on this morning was a dream, but I, I I knew what I wanted to achieve and I just done something little every day to get to that big goal. Um, it meant me tediously going onto Twitter every day, mm. meeting the right connections, building relationships, and it takes time. And what I would say to people, use social media to really build that network Build those relationships because you never know what's going to happen and you can achieve your ultimate goal. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. and talk to people. Yeah, I've always said, like, talk to people, but also knowing those those sort of useful tools as well. Yeah. Like, see, I yeah. get an email from IFTTT every day and I'm, 
didn't quite understand what it was, but I think I might have signed up to it when I done some training with you at some you point. You probably did. I, I might have even shown that to you when we were down at Romney. Probably, yeah, probably. But that's always completely free for it. They call it like setting up recipes. Hmm. So say, for example, you can use it for um, leads as well. So say for all, all you pet groomers out there, you want to find out when someone tweets, I need to get my pet groomed, or do you recommend a groomer, um, mm-hmm. pet groomer? This podcast is sponsored by Lowpay. Lowpay is half the price of SumUp and Zettle, so you keep more of the money that you earn. Rates start at 0.79%. So you can go on IFTTT and say anyone that tweets these keywords, email me, text me. And so it notifies you rather than you just doing a search every day. It notifies you when it comes up and you can set the location and all of that. So it's a really great tool. I've even got one. Ladies, you'll love this, right? Especially for those ladies that love their hair and ones that wait when it goes frizzy. But I've even got one that actually says it looks at the weather for me before eight o'clock each morning and tells me if I've got to take an umbrella because it's going to rain. <laughs> and it only focuses on Twitter, I take it. Um, it does anything. It does Facebook, oh, right. Twitter, Instagram. Um, it even does weather apps. Um, it, it, it does um, CRM systems. Um, yeah, it's great. Wow. Really so good. you could literally point it to Facebook and say if anyone, if anyone says... Uh, you know, in the local Facebook group, I'm looking for a pet groomer at such such location. It would notify. You need to check to see if it does a group. I know it does public okay. Facebook uh, profiles. Won't mm-hmm. do private ones, obviously, because people's posts are private. Mm-hmm. But any posts that are public, it will show up to you. And you can do that search anyway on Facebook just by using the search bar. You know, pet groomer. If anyone's looking for one. Um, but again, yeah, it's a it's a great resource. I love it. And if I get someone that's looking for social media management, it comes through, and yeah. I'll just go and check out the tweet and follow up. Wow, that's a that's a yeah. really powerful. It's powerful. really powerful. It's great, and um, and it's free. Yeah, top tip already. You've only just started and you've already yeah. like given us loads of value and, and a really great tip to, to have a look at. Is it easy to, to use? And, and yeah, I don't out? know whether I can share my screen, can I? I can do it. I can probably share my screen and give you a bit of a demo if I'm allowed. We'll talk it through it for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll talk it through as I go through. Right. So if TTT. So can you see my screen all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go to ifttt.com, okay, and then you can then, um, it'll say here, you can start your automations more powerful. Now, if I go log in at the top right, you can log in and you can create an account. If you get code, get started, it'll allow you to set up an account. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna it's got apps as well. It's got apps too. <laughs> now, it's probably going to not remember my password, knowing my luck. Let me see which is always the case, I can never get in. <laughs> but you can also use the it. Let me see if I can try I'm just going to try and try it on my Safari in case I've done it on there. Because mm. normally it will remember my login. Give me a little minute. Oh, here we go. I'm logged into this one. So when you're logged in, it will come into um, this. It comes into a page that says Explore. And yeah. at the top right, I've got my applets. So it calls it little applets and I'll go maybe later. And you can see that I've got two applets set up at the moment. So applets are like, I call them recipes. It's where you say, if this, then that. So mm-hmm. I've got one 
It says if new tweet from search for social media management, but not WW. And the reason why I've done that is because I don't want someone to be putting in their promoting their own social media management services. So I was getting a lot of that. Then send me an email. Okay. And then if new tweet from search for journal, hashtag journal requests and social media, then send me um, an SMS at at my mobile number. Make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So the way that you do it is at the top right, you've got a create button. So if I Mm -hmm. click on create, it goes through the wizard of step by step on what to do. So basically it wants to say if this, so what do you want it to look at? Well, let's just say um, if If I go add, you'll see what it can do. So like if Alexa, it'll work as well. (laughs) So someone says Alexa, sorry, sorry if everyone's Alexa's just gone off. Um, a dog groomer near me. So yeah. how, does it, how does it work if you say if this? What does that mean? So if this, so if I say, let me just find the Twitter one to show you an example, because you can have a look yeah. at this. So much on here. Um, let me just go. Actually, I can type it in the top. Let me go back up. Sorry about everyone's eyes going through this. <laughs> if I type in Twitter, it brings Twitter up and I click it. Yeah. And then it, it says, what do I want the trigger to be? So if on Twitter, what am I looking for? So a new tweet by you a new tweet by um, by you with a hashtag, mm-hmm. a new tweet by you in an area, a new Probably mention. Probably a new tweet from search, is that? Yeah, so in here, if I go the search, I've got my Twitter account and it'll say search yeah. for, and I will put in here, you could say, um, go pet groomer and create Twitter. So if a new search is done and it looks for pet groomer, then, and you can do SMS. Yeah. So click send MMS or Android, or you can do email. Yeah. Then send me an email and you put your email address in. So so username, text, create action, and it will then do that search. And you can do it. I can see when it says if you can you can set it up so it searches your local area as well, doesn't it? So yeah, you can you're not do that national well. national requests. <laughs> for dog yeah, members. you can, and you can even um, at Groomer in Bederston or Ashford. Yeah, you can do that. Yep, most definitely. And there's so many different things on there. It's just playing with it and mm. giving it a go and seeing which works for you. But let me. I don't know if we got Facebook on. Yeah, there you go. Facebook pages, for example. Um, new status um, message on page, yeah. And then Facebook um, and any new posts by you in in your area. Yeah. Um, let me go, new, new post by you. Suggest a new trigger. So suggest a new trigger and how you would like this trigger. So you can even um, ask it to, sit up to make that trigger as well. But this is a really great way of... Um, you know, looking for things without having to spend too much time doing it. It's allowing other people to look for you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting you to do the hard work for you. It's amazing. Makes sense. I love love if this is, and because if I show you, if I go back and just show you, um, let me go on to Chrome. What I mean by. I often wondered what those emails were about. (laughs) Oh, really? It's, it's great. Probably like, 
Let me show you journal requests. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, I probably set up an account to, to go back to it later, but never actually did anything about it. Yeah, and now you can just go in and, and just see, um, you know, what would be relevant to you. Like the, in here, this journal request, you've got all these journalists asking for different stories. And again, yeah. I could put in their pet. I'm looking to speak to someone who's struggling to afford to look after their pet, given the costs. Yeah. And so just by putting pet in there, um, you've then got more come in. There's actually a lot more than I thought it'd be, actually. Now, I've put more than one keyword in there. So, again, using um, the search, I would put pet in there so you don't miss anything. But mm. it might be pet supplier that might come up. Um, yeah. Some really great stuff in there. That's a really good tool. Okay. And, again, you can go near you as well. So I could take out pet grooming. And there's nothing coming up at the moment near me. Do you, all know about you all know about the tool called Follow a Wonk? Do you know about that? No. Oh, no. have you not seen Follow a Wonk before? You'll love this, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you go on Follow a Wonk. Follow a Wonk is purely used for Twitter. It's because we've never done Twitter before, but I, I like Twitter only because you can really find your audience on there. We mm -hmm. used to be able to do this on Facebook, but it's become very restricted. But follow a wonk, you go on there and you click search bios. Don't sign up. Mm -hmm. It eventually want you to pay. But if you get, just do the freeway and go search bios. And if I want to find everyone that's got dog in their bio or dog mum or dog lover, mm -hmm. right? If I put dog mum and I want to find everyone in Kent, for example, you can put a town. Yeah. And sometimes don't just put the region, put mini, uh, cities as well, because people might use different locations. And then I do search Twitter bios only and go do it. It will show me all of the dog mums. And then you just follow them. And then you just follow them. Like dog mum, oh. dog lover. So do it for Instagram as well, or is it just Twitter? Well, with Instagram, Instagram is just doing more on their search feature. So with Instagram now, we can put in dog, um, we can put in dog mum and go search and now it's going to work more on the mobile it won't do it um as much this way but yeah and the only thing about this is you can't then do the location which right. is really annoying but again if i click on these dogs i'll find people that own these dogs i can then follow them but yeah. it's not as targeted yeah does that make sense yeah so one of one of the questions i had for you was where'd you learn where'd you so let's go back to your story and like you 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 started this social media company, um, ZC Social Media, and I remember sitting there in New Omni listening to you talking and, and showing us all these like excellent tools and, and how to use social media for your business. Because um, our business opened in 2005, so social media wasn't really a thing then, was it? Yeah, no. Uh, I was just sat there thinking, my God, you know, you've created a job, you've created a company that just would never have existed. Never yeah. have existed like a couple of years before. It's just amazing, isn't it? It is. Yeah. How did you? Where did you go to learn all this stuff about social media? Or was it just a case of digging in and, and learn? You know, this is what I enjoyed doing with, with social media. Just sort of get in there and try it. And yeah, it's try. So um, the great thing about us because we run the agency and we're working with lots of different brands and companies. 
we are on social media every single day so we're knowing what's working what's not working what's the trends and the updates but most importantly from me when I'm speaking and I'm from a strategic point of view I've really got to be up to date on what's happening on social so even though most of the time I don't get the opportunity to always be on my accounts because I'm always working with my clients and on their accounts, what I need to be doing, which I do once a month, I have a group that I work with in the States. I've got mentors in Seattle right. and they are pretty much very close to Silicon Valley. So they're always getting the latest updates. They find the latest trends. They're big internet marketers. So I have a regular monthly meeting with them to find out what's going on, what's new, what's the tools, what's everyone using. So over the years, I've you know kept myself up to date. Most importantly, I feel that they're always nine months ahead of us. We, we <laughs> do, although they're probably even more ahead of a lot of us, um, you know, um, over there. But it gives me that insight as to what's happening, and most importantly, what people should be concentrating on. So you start um, you start to see the, the, how Facebook is changing and how their algorithms are starting to change yeah. probably six months before a lot of us start to see it in our, yeah, yeah. In our feeds yeah. and stuff. Even updates like the new page experience that everyone's only just rolled out. It's only really just <laughs> rolled out to a lot of us here in the UK. I was talking about that. I don't know, um, a, a training in my membership site, 2020. Oh, really? 2020, and it's like 2022, and it's only just rolled out to a lot of people. So yeah. it's like um, we are behind, we are, we become behind, uh, but the, and that's what I love about the um, the people that I work with in America. They're very much more further ahead and understand what's happening, but we don't get that, we get the tail end of that. Mm. And I think right now what's trending is short-form video. And, you know, lots of people say, oh, I need to use hashtags. You know, my reach has gone down. If your content is bad and not engaging, you're not going to get that engagement. You're not going to get that reach. But if you've got really good content and people start to engage with it, you'll see a really uh, big increase in your reach. So it all comes down to what are you posting? You know, just posting texts and pictures is just not enough anymore. Right. You've got to be really integrating video content. You've got to be entertaining people. And all of you are in such a brilliant um you know, industry mm. that people love. People love dogs. They love pets. And you've got such a great topic that you can be posting about. So uh, uh, there'll be a lot of people screaming at the moment going, I hate video. I don't want to yeah. I don't want to get myself on the camera and, and stuff like that. Is there any sort of top tips to sort of get over get over that? Yeah, so um, my sister hates the camera and she's just <laughs> got um she just got a new puppy. And um, she's been doing little video clips of the puppy. And um, she got over like 5,800 views on one of her reels, which mm. she's only got 20 followers. And then she started to get messages from people saying, oh, would you like to create content for our page? And, and she said, like, I've never done a reel in my life. She said, and um, she goes, this is brilliant. And then she's done another one yesterday. It's got 1,600 views and 149 likes. And she's starting to get people come through saying, would you put, if I send you a dog product, would you do a demo with it? Even though she's not got a lot of followers, she's got a lot of views. Mm. But the reels are getting her that reach. So you don't have to, she's not in any one of those videos. She would never, ever go on a video on, on social media. She's so like, I'm not going in front of the camera. She's literally just getting small video clips 
of um of 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 um of buddy and putting them on and piecing them together yeah. as pet groomers there's so much you can do so if you go through on instagram and on facebook on the reels you'll find there's some already pet videos with voices but it looks like the dog's saying it or thinking it and you could use that audio on some of yours so if you've got permission from the owner of the dog and you've taken a little video clip of even the dog just walking in the groomers or him on their harness or he's with his new little fringe cut you could just do a small little video clip and put one of those quirky little audios behind it and you've got some really entertaining or informative content that actually is going to help you increase your reach again for more people to see your posts but also for more people to engage which ultimately will increase your awareness ultimately then would increase your leads. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, we are, you know, as a as a industry, you know, there are many, many um, people out there, many, many dog groomers out there. I was looking at one city today and it was just, you know, on Google Maps, it was just red dots everywhere for, for pet groomers. Yeah. So we've got to be, we've got to be putting our putting Stuff ourselves out above the others, yeah. aren't we? And thinking Most of how we're going to be doing yeah. it. Yeah, Most definitely. So breaking it up with videos and reels, stories. Yeah, stories and reels are the way forward on Instagram. If you're not using stories and reels on Instagram, you're, um, the grid of where you're posting pictures is a ghost town. And so what's happening is Instagram wants you to really focus on reels and stories. And if you can focus on those, that will then increase the reach on your grid of posts. And I don't mean to say you've got to do a reel every single day. That's not what I'm saying to do. But the pictures that you're taking, post them as a story instead. If you're taking little video clips throughout the week, compile them together and create a reel a week. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Put them all together. That way, yeah. I mean, amazing way to then get your content out there. And how about lives, like doing Facebook lives and uh, Instagram lives? Facebook lives are really good. I mean, again, you're you're in an industry where you need to be careful if you're going live because – someone sees something in the background and someone sees something that they're not happy with and that can be a little bit of an issue i'm not saying everything's negative but again lives are really good but even if it's a q a or uh um answering people's pains and challenges or questions they've put through um online um that's always a really good route as well so lives are good the algorithms love lives because you're keeping people on the platform longer you're interacting with people you're making them feel part of community so that's always favorable as well I think that's the key, one of those key words, isn't it? Like community. And yeah. Facebook want you to encourage people to be on the platform, but yeah. as part of a community as well. They're very yeah, big on definitely. like community rules, aren't they? And making sure everyone's abiding by the rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And reels now on Facebook have got a lot of collateral. So um, it, the reels that you put on Instagram and, um, and TikTok, for example, share on Facebook. You can do Facebook reels as well now. And they are getting lots of reach, lots of engagement and really helping you build your audience because not only do they go out to the people that like your page, Facebook are putting reels public. They're suggesting it to people that might like your reels, therefore really getting you in front of a new audience that you've not been in front of before. So will Facebook look at your your page, look at your reels and then look at similar people that might like your page yes. and show them the, the real yeah so for example we do this test we have test accounts so yeah. um let's just say for example um i've got one where um we've got um i've gone on all of the interior reels so i've only liked interior design reels okay. nothing else 
now in my reels, all I see is interior design, nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Every now and again, I'll get a suggested one that's completely random. And I know it's a suggested one. But if I then like that, I'll get more of the same. Does that make sense? So Facebook will deliver to you what you're interested in. It's And it's your, prior, your um, aim is to make sure that you're providing content that's entertaining. Now, a new feature that's just become available on Instagram, I was updating my members this week on this, is a new option that's going to be rolled out on Instagram that you can now add a topic to your post on Instagram. Okay, so the topic, it says add topic and you choose the topic and it might be um, retail, fashion and the, and it will increase because it's the, the um, options are quite broad at the moment. But why they're doing that is because if someone searches for fashion in the search, it will suggest to you it can potentially put your reel or your post in front of that person because they're looking for topics within that area. Mm. Um, post within that area does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. it's helping you to categorize it even more and, and to be in front of more people yeah and the, i mean the goal of this isn't to well obviously the, the 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 overall goal is to to raise your brand awareness isn't it it's all raise the awareness of your dog grooming um salon yeah, but sure. you're, you're not selling in these sort of things yeah. you're just giving you're just entertain. giving value yeah entertain inform educate so entertain inform educate and there's another one can't think of the other one. No, I've lost. That's right. I'm sure it'll come back. Um, yeah, it'll come back to me. But it's, it's all about um, building that sort of know, like, and trust with the audience, yeah. um, making them a, building that awareness of what you do and how you do it, and then hopefully bringing them into your into your community, I suppose. That's yeah. a better way of looking at it, isn't it? Well, the most success that we've had is people doing reels and then they're getting people into their email list. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a reels where they entertain, they educate, they inform, they do a promotion. Um, but all of those have got a call to action that says join our email list for more information. And it sends them to a link where they then opt in with their name and email address. And then they're then nurturing and building a know, like and trust with that email list that ultimately then they've got, if they've got an offer, they've got a promotion, it's seasonal, they can then email with that um, that offer rather than trying to rely on the algorithm being on your side and everyone seeing your post all the time. At least you know they're going to, um, you can go into people's inbox. Yeah. That makes that, sense? Yeah. And how can you, um, obviously we're, we're discussing that everyone's quite time poor because, they're trying to do everything for their business. How can we automate? Is, is it possible to automate stuff like this? Yeah. Um, I was in a workshop today on this, email marketing tactics. And um, say, for example, you've got a lead magnet and you might think, why would I do that? A lead magnet is where you would give something away for free and it would give people would give their name and email address. So say, for example, you say um, tips on how to groom your um, pet groom or groom your pet at home. Yeah. Just a PDF, like how yeah. to how to brush your dog at home. Yeah, and you could put that out across all social, regularly post about it, put it in a story, promote it in reels, and that person gets put into your email list. Now, you can pre-plan. This might take you half a day or a day to put together, but it's always going to be there, that you then actually set a sequence, an automated sequence, where people go into your email list, and there's a sequence of 10 emails already pre-populated that people go through that know, like, and trust journey that they build up rapport. So you might have an email saying, welcome, here's the download. A couple of days later, what did you think? Did you bath? 
um, or um, groom your pet, feel free to send us through your pictures. And then the a few days later, you might do another email saying top three questions that people always ask us when grooming their pet at home. And you answer the questions. And then you might do another one that says recommended products. And then your fourth email will be the promotional one that says, not sure on grooming your pet at home, unsure on how to do it. Why not book in a discovery call with me on how I'll get yourself booked in. And you can then have a, a link where they book into your calendar and you're then upselling those people. And then the next email will be an education piece again. So it's having that sequence in place you can have already set up that you're using social media to get into your email list mm-hmm. but nurturing them and building a no like and trust upselling to them but then every now and again when you've got an offer you can just ad hoc email your list with your special offer but you're nurturing them through that sequence of them coming in does that make sense yeah yeah and you might have an email once a month or and and what i find the clients that i work with i say to them right you've got 10 emails in there now let that run because you've they've got like a good three or four weeks worth of content in there already mm-hmm. and then when you've then got another day so they might then allocate um one day a month to then do another 10 emails and then do their newsletter each month, which might have all of their offers on. But once you've got a good year's worth of emails that are um are not um date sensitive, yeah, you've got a whole year of nurturing your email list that you haven't got to touch. Yeah. This is this, this is working on your business, isn't it? Yeah, not, working not on it. Mm-hmm. I was told by um I you know everyone's um you know really um, should appreciate it's amazing to have someone like you bill that's a mentor and you know someone that's helping them and I my mentor always taught me to have three different colors in my diary so I'd done a month's work and then I'd have a red pen a blue pen and a black pen mm-hmm. and he would say to me with the black pen go and highlight all the times you spent on working on your business the blue pen was the the activities that made me money that I spent time on. And the red was the admin bits. And he would say to me, how long have you spent on working on your business? And at that time, I'd be, oh, not very much. But I've got loads of red. And he said, well, the only way that you're going to get more business, more business, um, make more money is to work on your business and work in the blue. You need to get rid of the red. Now, this is like, okay, I need to get rid of all the admin. So I found a, a virtual assistant, and I don't know whether many pet groomers um uh, or a, a PA. Yeah. And I outsourced the red. So at that time I allocated the red, I could work on the black. And as soon as I worked on working on my business, the money I was working then I'd, I'd work on my business, I'd do more in the blue. The red would go across to my VA and I was my business grew. It was yeah. brilliant. Scale, you start to scale your business yeah. when you start freeing that. Free and it's something, time. you know, if if a client says to me, um, oh, next weekend I'm, I'm sorting my books out, I'd be like, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Yeah. And they'd be like, well, I always do it. But why are you doing it? Yeah. Because you know, that you, time you... could be spent on working on your business or taking time out. So then you're, you're refreshed and you're creative for then thinking about other things that you can do to grow your business. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, I mean, this can be quite overwhelming, the sort of email lists and stuff like that. But that's, that's stuff that you can outsource as well, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. There's lots of different people out there that will help you manage um, that stuff. And, um, you know, people say, well, how much is it going to cost as well? And no MailChimp will let you have up to 
um, 2,000 contacts um, for free and it will allow you to have free steps in your automation. And then I think it's then £10 a month. Yeah, imagine having two, I mean, from, for some of these businesses are quite small, imagine having 2,000 contacts, contacts that you're you're working on and, and warm them up and bring them away from other groomers into your own into your own parlors sort of thing yeah and i always say to people we spend so much money on finding new clients when we should actually be looking at the ways that we can actually nurture our existing clients and get them in for repeat business mm. and it won't cost us anything apart from a bit of time and putting an email out yeah and yeah i mean and now is a really good time like with the halloween season coming up and then yeah. um also Christmas coming up, we've got clients now doing sort of Christmas offers and sending them yeah, out to, yeah. to people. So and, yeah. and Christmas, I mean, you know, if you've got you've got time to plan your um your Christmas campaign, I'm doing um my my group, I get on their nerves because I go, right, Christmas campaigns, and we've got this straight after Halloween. Um, and we will plan the Christmas campaign. But if they done, say you done 12 days of Christmas or 25, um, the advent calendar, you could do a different tip every day, but drive people to your email list. So, so December, even though people might not be spending out on um, pet grooming, they might be thinking about the new year, but it's a great exercise to be um, building your email list. So then when it comes to, we find that between Christmas and new year is a great time for doing a flash sale or bookings or or offers that you can then use that email list to get out to more people mm. yeah and then think about like they're, they're sitting there at home bored but after yeah. christmas and start looking at um looking at your emails and your facebook yeah, yeah exactly yeah so, i mean uh, going back to facebook just a quick question i often, i always look at my posts and think about doing them at times where people are going to be looking on the platform so like yeah. um when you wake up in the mornings lunchtime and sort of evenings is that still relevant or yeah no, definitely. definitely do it when you um you think that people are most active online um and again you can see by your insights as well what time people what time is the best time to post um mm -hmm. But I would always maybe do it an hour or two before that. So it gives it time to organically get out there. And then when people do go on, it's been active for a little while. Yeah. Um, it's always a good tactic as well. Cool. So like post at six in the morning and then hopefully by the time everyone's getting up right. and oh, perfect. Having, yeah. having breakfast, they're going to be looking at your at your yeah. content. Yeah, most definitely. And you might find three, four o'clock is a really good one when people go and pick up their kids at school. Mm. Um, and then a good seven, eight o'clock at night when they've just sat down. It's perfect. Yeah, everyone's on their phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone is. And um, if you get people that, um, so a lot of people within the pet grooming industry, they get a lot of business from referrals, from word of mouth. What would you say to them, like, if they're not using social media effectively or they're not using social media for their, for their business? Um, in terms of what they should be doing? Or yeah, I mean, you know, they should be on social media. It's a must or... Or, it really depends um, so on your business. I mean, lots of businesses get by by um, word of mouth, which is the best form of marketing. It's a free form. It's a warm lead. It's um, a great, um, you know, if, if you've got word of mouth, and I love it when your business gets to that point where, you know, you don't really need to do a lot, but you're all going to have those lulls where you will have a time where it becomes really quiet. And the great thing about social media, I'm not saying everyone needs it, you know, it's a, it should only be a small part of your marketing mix because there's lots of other things that you can be implementing and social media should be used alongside those. But 
there's a great opportunity for you to consistently show up, consistently build your brand and uh, brand awareness and reach and a community of people. But there'll be a, a, a huge audience of people that will go and put a review about your service online and shout about who you are and, and what you do. And then that will uh, eventually bring world, world of mouth, I call it, you know, <laughs> online world of mouth of people talking about you as well. But it doesn't come back to what are your goals, what are your objectives, what resources have you got at hand? But if you can get online, it helps with your website, helps with SEO, it helps with you being found, um, all those types of things. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a, a question that came from that is, do you find some businesses are over-reliant on, oh. on social media? <laughs> Do you know, a really good question, Matt. I love this. And um, I've had a few people over the last week or so, their account's been hacked, their personal profile's been hacked, their business page has um, been hacked as well with it. And they've um, one particular lady's lost 11 years of Facebook stuff mm. and she's not got an email list. And this is why I say it's so important to have a backup data list away from Facebook, because if you just rely purely on Facebook for your business and Facebook has an outage, Facebook goes down, your account gets hacked, you've lost your client base. So yes. it's really important to have that backup um, and it shouldn't be the only thing that you rely on. It should be a part of your marketing mix along with your website, the traffic going there, um, your email list and email marketing. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I just, I did wonder whether you find some people are over it. Oh, or, yeah. Or over-reliant or sometimes think that Facebook will, will cure all or bring all customers to them sort of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So what's um, what what kind of any top tips that you can let us into any secrets that are coming up in the next sort of six months that you're hearing yeah. from uh, from Silicon Valley? Should we all be get, jumping onto TikTok or in, Instagram? And Well, all of the platforms are definitely short form video. That's the way forward. And um, some of you might not like doing reels. Some of you might do stories. Now, a new feature that's coming out on reels that's um, rolling out to everyone over the next couple of weeks is that you can now remix stories into reels. So <laughs> it's actually done stories throughout the week of showcasing some of the pets that you've had coming in. You can collate those into a reel and add music to it. Also, templates have just released for Reels, which is another really great feature where it automatically had, it's got the music on and it's got um, and it's set the timing of each of the frames. And you just literally put the videos in, it cuts them all up for you, compiles them all together. But basically, you need to start bringing in video into your content. Um, if you're thinking about 2023, my biggest tip would be how can you integrate more video into your content? Because that's how you're going to start standing out. That's how you're going to stay in with the trend. And that's how the algorithms are going to start looking at what you're posting mm. and whether you're using that type of content on your platform. So does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And you only have to look around you, I suppose, like you're saying, if you're in the playground waiting for your kids or you're in um, supermarket queue or something, you only have to look around you and, and yeah. look at what people are doing yeah. and they're all stuck on reels yeah, and yeah. stories, aren't they? They're all in that rabbit hole Yeah, all those reels. They are, and you can create reels on Canva. Mm. There's stock video on there. If you haven't got any videos, you can just upload your videos to Canva, create a reel, put text on it, download it and put, post it straight up to Instagram. Yeah, awesome. awesome. So it's a really great way to start creating them. So 
the way forward for everyone, I'm afraid, is uh, is short videos. But like you said, it doesn't even have to be you on on the video. It no, be, no. I, my sister done one today for Buddy, bless her, and she done Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It actually goes through the days. Yeah. And you could have, if you've taken a picture of a dog every day, you could use that exact reel with those images. Yeah. And you know what? I, I The reason why I've always liked social media, and I was saying this to a client the other day, is I find it really challenging, as in, I, I like to be, I like to have my post lights. So yeah. the challenge for me is to go out there and find something that people will enjoy, will like. Yeah. And that's like where I get my kick from using social media is, and that's the challenge I I enjoy doing around social media is finding something quirky or yeah. something funny or, or something to get yeah, that yeah. like. And, yeah, that, and that's that. important. If you can engage with in the first few seconds, they will then engage with that post and ultimately that will increase your reach and your awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we'll wrap it up there because I know you're, you're very, very busy. Um, you've got your live event coming up. Yeah. said so see live. Are you right for me to mention that? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, we've got anyone in Ken, Essex. Um, we've got people come from Surrey and London as well. If you're in those areas, we've got an event next week. It's a free one day social media event. Um, and um, I'm more than happy if you if you want to reach out, I can send you the link. Um, but it's completely free to attend. So got lots of different speakers on yeah. social media throughout the day. So put your clippers down and go and work yeah. on the business. <laughs> and uh, go go and uh, and I'm going, and um, a friend of mine's going with me. Um, and it's just nice to have that day out of the office, yeah. and doing like learning and listening and talking and networking and learning yeah. a bit more about even about I know. <laughs> yeah, you, and you've got quite a few speakers, haven't you? Doing all yeah. sorts of different things. We've got about ten speakers for the day. It's going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, we've got Google My Business. We've got um, SEO. There's lots of different things coming on. So yeah, all important topics for, yeah. for when you're running your business. So that's Friday the Friday the 28th of October. Yeah, down in down in Chatham. Down in, yeah, in Rochester. So it's Strood in Rochester in Medway. Yeah, awesome. I bet you're happy the bridge is open now. Oh, was the uh, was the bridge shut? Yeah, the bridge has been shut for two days. Oh, what the yeah. Dartford? No, yeah, Dartford Crossing has been shut. Oh, for... I've not even realised that. I don't intend. Was that to... not all over Twitter? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I hope it's open next week. Yeah, yeah, because uh, friends coming over from Essex, so that would have been a bit of a nightmare. But oh wow! But yeah, it's all good yeah, now. All good. Crossed. And just again, tell us the name of your business and how to reach out to your business. Yeah, it's ZC Social Media, and you can reach out with me. Come and find me on social, um, tweet me. Um, I'm on Instagram as well, so feel free to reach out with any questions you've got. And, you know, Bill, thank you for the opportunity. It's always great to come in and um, meet new people and always get to catch and catch, um, catch up with you as well. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And I've got um, journal requests to look at. I've Yay. got IFTTT to look at. <laughs> Follow on, there's... There's a page full of notes here too. Oh, uh, brilliant. I'm glad. As long as you got something from it. Yeah, excellent. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, we'll catch up soon. See you soon. Take care. Take care. Bye. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please make sure you give us a like or a review to help people find it. The podcast is sponsored by Lowpay. Head over to www.lowpay.com to find out more about their payment solution.